There is beauty in accepting our limitations. Sometimes, in fact, only in accepting them do we actually discover the beauty, the splendorous colors beneath the green hidden within us. Welcome to the RC Spirituality Podcast, designed to help you pray, learn, grow, and go, and become the complete Christian God wants you to be. I'm Lucy Honor, a consecrated woman of Regnum Christi and the director of rcspirituality.org. Well, today in our RC Spirituality podcast, we're going to be talking about order meditations written by Father John Bartunik. And you just heard Father John reading a little excerpt from that book. So I am happy to welcome Father John to the podcast today. Yeah, great to be here, Lucy. Great to be talking about one of my books. Not that I like to talk about my own stuff all the time, but I like this book. So, Yeah, see, this book makes you happy. We're finishing up summer and I'm getting sad because we're leaving summer, but you're kind of happy that we're embarking upon fall. Oh, yeah. Autumn is my favorite season. I am not a big fan of summer. It's a good time to offer sacrifices and to work hard, but, you know, when it's over, I'm happy. So we're all going through some sort of transition getting back to school, getting back to ordinary schedule. So what about this book can kind of help us passing through that transition? Yeah, well, I would actually even like to focus in a little bit more and say, you know, kind of if I'm a Redden Christie member, uh, why should I even care about this book, right? And yeah, why, why, would, why would we want to pick it up? Yeah, so Auto Meditations, this is one of four books. There are these little books of meditations published by Liguri Press, Liguri Publications, uh, and they just have short, short chapters where I reflect on some aspect of the natural world that's connected with the season. And then I link that aspect of the natural world to some kind of value or virtue. Uh, And then I link that at the end of each chapter back to something from the gospel or something from Christ. So the concept here is that we're actually created to live in this natural world. And so there are lessons that God wants to teach us through our interaction with the natural world. So I think these books are kind of fit right into our uh, our human formation as writing Christian members. That's one of the four areas of formation. I think they really fit right in there. So, Father, you know, we're always kind of trying to grow in our spiritual life and we're wanting to have a sense that we're getting, we're growing and we're expanding. And yet the seasons are kind of a little bit the same every single year. So how does like meditating back again on autumn help to enrich us, have a sense that we're actually growing? Okay, well, just that's a great question. So think about your favorite tree. I mean, I don't know if you have a favorite tree. Are, do they even yes. have trees in Australia? I mean, they do, right? Yeah, we, have, we, we do have trees. <laughs> so. They're a little bit further apart than here, but I would say my favorite tree would have to be living in Washington, D.C. is the cherry blossom. Okay, so think about a cherry tree. When you first plant it, um, it goes through autumn, summer, or goes through autumn, winter, spring, and summer. And at the end of those four seasons, it's the same tree, but it's actually grown, right? Mm -hmm. So then it has more branches, it has more leaves. So it actually has more space in its own being to interact with the seasons. Then it goes through the four seasons again. And it's the same tree, but it's grown again. Mm -hmm. So it's changed. So the seasons are the same, but the tree, even though it has the same identity, changes every year. In our lives as human beings, it's the same thing. A year ago, you were still Lucy, but you're different now than, than you were then. And so what's coming up, kind of autumn, winter, and and the lessons that God has for us in those seasons, we live them differently because we change. Mm -hmm. We change. We're the same person, but we change. So there's always something new to discover. Mm -hmm. 
Well, I am looking forward to growing and you've kind of got me a little bit or somewhat excited about entering into the fall season. You um, break up the each of these chapters into a different aspect or a different characteristic. And so how do we kind of uh, navigate through this particular book? Yeah, so there's each of these seasons, we've got one book for each of the four seasons and they all have 12 chapters. And every chapter is just a one word title, like trust or gratitude. So it's a value or a, a virtue uh, that we all want to live, right? So then I begin the each chapter talking about how some, some physical aspect of the season. You know, so in the autumn, obviously, the most obvious is, uh, is the changing leaves of the trees, right? The changing colors. So there's one chapter in there which I call acceptance. And I explain biologically why do the leaves change colors and what lessons can we learn as human beings and as Christians from that biological fact. Uh, and then I actually, uh, yeah, so that's kind of e- each of the chapters in the books kind of follows that that logic. Mm-hmm. Well, I could, in, I would enjoy sitting here talking more about this book and we could probably be sharing our favorite parts of the book, but it's probably a good moment to jump right into, you're going to in this uh, podcast, you're going to be introducing us to the introduction. You're going to read a little bit of the introduction and then share a little bit more of a reflection and do uh, the same with the first chapter. So why don't we jump right into the, this theme on the auto meditations, having the author, Father John Bartunik, share with us this beautiful little reflection book. All right, here comes the introduction. Autumn Meditations Introduction We don't need scientific studies to tell us today's culture is out of touch with nature, even though plenty of such studies are available. Not only are various social pockets engaged in industrial activities that have dangerous effects on the environment, But also few of us postmodern people are able to live our lives in harmony with the natural rhythms of the earth. In fact, we tend to ignore them, whether consciously or not. We can make daytime seem like nighttime, and nighttime seem like daytime. We can make winter feel like summer, and summer feel like winter. We can travel from the tropics to the tundra in less than a day, from the mountains to the sea in an afternoon. We can find whatever fruit or vegetable we want in our local grocery store, regardless of whether an item is in or out of season. Our natural environment, mostly, has become a kind of add-on to our lives. We feel the pangs of weather changes and the panic of natural disasters, as yet we haven't learned to control such things with technology. But our day-to-day, month-to-month, and year-to-year lives have, in general, gotten out of sync with the natural rhythms of the earth we were created to live in. This can cause problems. As human beings, our lives are meant to unfold in harmony with the natural world. The seasons, the processes of nature, the rhythms of this world, our world, were created out of love and given to us as a home. They have something to tell us about our deeper identities, the purpose of our lives, the way to live our lives to the full. When we cut ourselves off from direct, regular, and necessary contact with and dependence on this natural environment— we threaten to sever an ancient and irreplaceable link to authentic wisdom. This is why I decided to write these meditations. A Needed Return to Natural Wisdom The bite-sized chapters in these meditation books, this is the third of four, will provide you with some space to remember and reconnect with this essential dimension of your humanity. That, by the way, is what meditation means— giving yourself the time and space, both physically and psychologically, to reflect calmly and deeply on important spiritual values. 
It is my sincere hope that by doing so, you will experience a spiritual and emotional revitalization. You will be able to escape from the ceaseless, inhuman, digitized grind of life and regain balance. I'm not accusing you of being unspiritual. I'm banking on the fact that even though you have hope, courage, faith, and love, you still feel a hunger to have more of them. A deeper faith, a more vibrant hope, a more dynamic courage. That's one of the great things about spiritual values. Because they are spiritual, they can always keep growing. Avoiding the Rush This volume contains 12 meditations, one per week of the season. But at the end of each meditation, you will find some suggested activities to help you absorb the nourishing truths the meditation explained, the making-it-your-own sections. A good way to make use of this book is to read a meditation at the beginning of the week, underlining, highlighting, and writing in the margins as you reflect on what you read. Then, for the rest of the week, take time each day to review your highlights and to put into practice one of the suggested activities. Following that method will assure that whatever good ideas you find as you read will have sufficient time and space to seep from your mind into your heart and your spirit, fostering personal renewal. Getting Personal These meditations contain many personal anecdotes that I think help illustrate my points. I also hope that making myself vulnerable in this way will encourage you to reflect on the richness of your own life experience, to find the lessons, the nuggets of wisdom that God in His generous providence always offers to you. May this volume of simple meditations on the season of fall be a window through which you can discover once again the dearest freshness deep down things, as Gerard Manley Hopkins put it, that have always nourished what is best in the human spirit. You're listening to the RC Spirituality Podcast, and we'll be back in just a moment to continue listening to Father John as he talks about his book, Autumn Meditations. Hi there, this is Lucy Honor, and if you're enjoying learning more about Autumn Meditations, then you would probably be interested in our feature called Recommended Reading on our website at rcspirituality.org. There are lots of different books that can help us in all different areas of our faith formation. So go to rcspirituality.org and look under the tab resources or under our book section, and you'll find a summary of different suggestions of types of books that both show what is good about the book or what's helpful about the book, and gives a complete summary that can give you suggestions for how that book can help and guide you along your faith formation. So check it out, learn more about different types of books that are not just available at RC Spirituality, but other recommendations of other authors and books to continue growing and becoming the complete Christian God called and created you to be. Now let's get back to listening to Father John talk about his autumn meditations. Autumn Meditations, Chapter 3. Acceptance. Summer doesn't last forever. Gradually, the days begin to shorten again. The warm breeze becomes cooler. Carefree children button back up for another year of school. This is the way of things here on Earth. They come and go, just like the seasons. We need to learn to accept that rhythm, not resist it. Acceptance based on a humility that faces and embraces the simple truth of reality is a life-giving virtue. Here, Autumn's signature characteristic encourages us. When the light dims and the temperature drops, 
the trees sense that summer is over. They begin to release their leaves to prepare for the coming winter. The green leaves have done their job of producing food for the tree, and so the chlorophyll breaks down, surrendering its dominant green color to other pigments present in the leaves. Thus emerges the splendor of autumn, the silent symphony of yellow, gold, red, bronze, purple, and maroon-colored leaves that flash out in their brilliance just long enough to say goodbye to summer and hello to winter. There is glory in their surrender. There can be glory, too, in our surrender, in our humble interior acceptance of change that comes whether we want it to or not, whether we feel ready for it or afraid of it. There is beauty in accepting our limitations. Sometimes, in fact, only in accepting them do we actually discover the beauty, the splendorous colors beneath the green, hidden within us. About six years before my father died, he had heart surgery. The doctors had to repair a valve, and at the same time they installed a quadruple bypass. Fortunately, he had been conscientious about exercise and diet, so he was able to make a satisfactory recovery. Even so, he wasn't as strong as he had been, and because he was living alone, I was concerned. He couldn't maintain the same level of activity that he had previously enjoyed, so I knew that loneliness might soon make its appearance. And in spite of his successful recovery, the surgery had taken a toll on him. To me, it looked as if he had aged ten years in ten months. Circumstances made it possible for me to start visiting him more frequently than before. I thought I knew what this providence meant. It was time for my dad to start believing in God again and come back to the church. By this time, I was a priest with some experience, so I was sure that God was giving me this new opportunity so I could convert my dad. My initial efforts yielded pitiful results. Whenever I brought up topics related to the faith or the spiritual life, my dad would shut down. I don't think it was a conscious resistance. Rather, it was just that he didn't think in those terms. So I enlisted some help. I asked some good Catholics I knew to pay him a visit. Other friends did so even without my nudging, but still no sign of progress. I tried harder. I brought him books. I left rosaries lying around the house. I prayed for him harder and more frequently. I signed him up to receive Catholic publications. I used all the creativity I could muster in order to come up with new ways to get him interested in the faith. Nothing worked. Finally, frustrated and exhausted, I brought my concern to the Lord. What else can I do, Lord? I've tried everything. What's wrong? God's answer came pretty clearly. Let it go. Just love him and accompany him. That's what came into my heart. And it had the gentleness and peaceful assurance that comes with true inspirations of the Holy Spirit. So that's what I did. Soon afterward, the glories of autumn began to shine. During those last years of my dad's life, when I was simply loving and accompanying him, we spent more time together than ever before. We were both free to get to know each other afresh and to enjoy one another in ways that neither one of us had ever imagined could happen. My frequent visits became little whiffs of heaven. That last season of his life really was just like the intense splendor of autumn foliage. Surprising, brilliant, inspiring, even breathtaking. And it was a gift that we were able to enjoy only through acceptance. Even for Jesus, the glory of the resurrection emerged only through his acceptance of the cross. St. Luke records his last words before dying 
as a simple but deep prayer of acceptance and surrender. Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. And when he had said this, he breathed his last. Luke 23:46. That's a very good prayer. Let's ask Christ for the grace to learn how to pray it and for the wisdom to know when we need to. Some things we are meant to fight for or to fight against, but many times we are called to accept these things that seem to be at odds with how we want them to be or think they should be. Only then can the hidden beauty emerge and the new glory shine forth. Making it your own. Choose one sentence from this chapter that really resonated in your heart, or compose a one-sentence summary. Write it on a sticky note. Put it where you will see it throughout the week as a reminder that acceptance can be the secret to releasing hidden glory. Spend time this week reflecting prayerfully about things that you may need to accept but haven't yet been able to. Think about what may be holding you back. Write down these reflections to help bring your own thoughts and feelings into focus. Make a list of all the changes that are happening in your life right now. Physical and physiological changes, relationship changes, spiritual changes, or simple practical changes. Go through each one and decide the best way to accept it and live it fruitfully. Make a list of all the things you would like to change in your life right now, but that aren't changing. Then go through that list, deciding prayerfully what you may need to accept and what you may need to do something about. Draw some specific resolutions from this exercise. Take time this week to go for a walk in the woods. Don't listen to anything. Turn your phone off. Be alone with the Lord in the midst of His creation. See and hear the rhythms and indications of change that God has built into nature. Discover their beauty and what they mean for you in the here and now of your life. That was chapter three of Father John's Autumn Meditations. Father John, I noticed something a little bit unique and different about the style you take in making or writing these short reflection books, that you are a little bit more personal. You share a little bit more about yourself in an anecdotal way. So just share with us like what made you kind of feel inspired to do that. And was that something that you found a little more challenging in this writing? Yeah, so, and you're right, that's very perspicacious of you, Lucy, to notice that. And I put well, some yeah, thoughts. I've noticed, I've, yeah, I've read a lot of your stuff over the years, so. <laughs> yeah, so in these books, these seasonal meditations, in each chapter, which is just dedicated to one value or virtue that can help us live our vocation better, uh, I include a personal anecdote when I encountered or learned or assimilated that value or grew in that virtue. And one of the reasons I did that is, well, because I think I wanted these books to be accessible by people who might not pick up um, a deep biblical study or something. But I also wanted to point, there's a truth here. So God speaks to us through nature. He reveals himself to us through nature. He made the world, right? So there's, we discover him there. But he also speaks to us through the providential occurrences of our lives. So that's one of the places. So I wanted to model in these books, reflecting on our own experience and discovering God's hand at work in our lives. So that in every single chapter, I include at least one personal anecdote that kind of models that. So, and I think it's important for us. Yeah, well, I just want to say thank you for sharing the the gift that that 
reflection is on taking that which we experience and making it more relevant to our life to see how God is working in each one of our lives through each of the seasons. So if you are looking for something to help you in your spiritual life, in reflecting on the seasons this fall, go to Ligori Press or Amazon to find Auto Meditations by Father John Bartunic. A great gift idea too. They're just small simple books that can be helpful to give to somebody else that you think may be interested in growing through this this full season. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. You're listening to RC Spirituality Podcast. To learn and discover more, make sure to visit our website at rcspirituality.org to find more great resources that can help you become the complete Christian that God created you to be. I'm Lucy Honor, and on behalf of us all here at RC Spirituality, thanks again for listening, and we hope you'll join us again next time. God bless you.